Our feelings, our emotions, our level of joy or sorrow or anger or dissatisfaction or gratitude are central to our lives. We all know this at some level. I want to talk to you about that starting today. We're on this journey through Lent towards being renewed by God from within. Dallas Willard's book, Renovation of the Heart, is our guide. And we turn now, because we've been talking about uh, thoughts, our ideas and images and information and ability to think. Now we move to feelings. Here's what Dallas says on page 117 about the power of feelings. Feelings are a primary blessing and a primary problem for human life. We cannot live without them. We can hardly live with them. Hence, they are central for spiritual formation in the Christian tradition. Our first inquiry when we greet people for the day is likely to be, how are you feeling today? Rarely will it be, how are you thinking? Feelings live on the front row of our lives like unruly children clamoring for attention. They presume on their justification in being whatever they are, unlike a thought. A thought by its nature is open to challenge. Is this true? Is it right? Our feelings just seem to somehow reflect the way things are, the way that our world is. So let's pause for a moment right here today as we're going through studying our emotions and our feelings and how they can be changed. A place always to begin is, how am I feeling right now? And sometimes I run on such automatic product that I'm not even aware of it. It was very striking when we talked to Steve Cuss quite recently. He said a lot of times people will not know how anxious they are. A leader might not know how anxious she is. But if you talk to the people around that person, people around that leader, people around that parent, around that spouse, around that friend, around that coworker, they will know. So ask God to give you some clarity right now. How are you feeling? And then how, how would you like to feel? Dallas goes on, page 118. The attraction of feeling to human minds is so great that we project it onto the angels. One of the most common themes found in literary and artistic portrayal of angels is how they desire to feel what human beings feel, meaning what they're capable of feeling because they have bodies. In the movie City of Angels, Nicolas Cage's character actually does stop being an angel and becomes human. Asked if it was worth it, he replies, I would rather have had one breath of her hair, one kiss of her lips, one touch of her hand, than an eternity without it. Dallas writes, When you only lightly reflect on what is involved, both the blindness and power associated with such feelings become obvious. Really now, one breath, like that has to be incredibly good smelling hair. Whatever shampoo Meg Ryan is using, I would want to know what that is. You're going to trade an eternity for that? But in the moment when a feeling clamors to be gratified, yes, 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 I would. We're all like little children in the face of our emotions. They drive our lives. They move us. And yet easily they master us. Dallas writes about how it is emotion that is so powerful that sometimes it is spoken of, in the words of uh, Somerset Maugham's famous book, as of human bondage. 
rather than being in submission to God or in submission to the good and what I most value. I become a slave to what I feel or what I want to feel or what my feelings what I want to have. Dallas goes on. Now, one thing quickly becomes clear when you think about the power of feeling. No one can succeed in mastering feelings in his or her life who tries to take them head on and resist or redirect them by willpower in the moment of choice. And this is what so many people do, including so many people often who are Christians, people of faith. I must try harder. I must choose joy. I must choose to feel loving today. To adopt that strategy, Dallas says, is to radically misunderstand how life and the human will work. Or, more likely, it is to have actually decided deep down to lose the battle and give in. This is one of the major areas of self-deception in the human heart. The very giving in can be among the most exhilarating feelings known to human beings, although it can also be one of complete despair and dejection. Look at an addict who cannot help but to give in anymore. Those who continue to be mastered by their feeling, Dallas writes, whether it's anger, fear, sexual attraction, desire for food, looking good, the residues of woundedness or whatever, are typically persons who in their heart of hearts believe their feelings must be satisfied. They have long chosen the strategy of selecting resisting their feelings instead of that of not having, of simply changing or replacing them. So I want to talk to you in the time that's left in this message about a, a way of uh, thinking systematically about the feelings that you normally have and how to move in the direction of healthy emotions rather than just trying to grit out life by willpower. So we might think of emotions. By the way, I set up this flip chart by myself. I'm outside trying to navigate shadows, dogs, everything else. I got the mic stand. I set that up. I got my microphone on. I got the flip chart that I assembled together. I feel pretty good about all this. You can think about emotions running along uh, a couple of axes so that uh, on the vertical axis, an emotion can either be positive, I look forward to this, it's good, it's pleasant, or it can be negative, I don't want it. And then uh, emotions can also be um, either high energy or they can be low energy. And that will give us then uh, four quadrants for thinking about our emotions. And now you can begin to think about uh, where do you find yourself most often emotionally. If we were to think about scripture on, in this quadrant where I have a high level of energy and the emotion is very positive, uh, you might think about a line in Psalm 28 where David says, With the help of the Lord, I can crush a troop. With the power of God, I can leap over a wall. If you're leaping over walls, that's high energy. And there's tremendous confidence. We would all like to be there. Nobody can be there all the time. I'll come back to that. Over here, where the energy is pleasant, but it's it's more relaxed, it's more calm, we might think about Psalm 23. And uh, we'll talk about that more as we talk about emotions that God makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. That is a very good uh, 
place to be recharged by God. But it's not leaping walls. It's lying down. Now, the other two quadrants are, if it's high energy, but it's unpleasant, you might think about a character in the Bible, King Saul. And in 1 Samuel chapter 18, when David is having great successes, we're told that King Saul is envious of David and his anger flares and he is afraid. And he actually tries to kill David. So both fear and anger are uh, high energy emotions, but they're negative. We don't like to be in that place. And then the final quadrant, um, low energy, unpleasant. We might think of a character in the Bible named Elijah in uh, 1 Kings chapter 19. Elijah's had an amazing run where he has defied the prophets of Baal, testified on behalf of God, uh, told about the coming of rain, outrun the king's chariot on a run of like 18 miles. And then all of a sudden, instead of leaping over a wall, he hits a wall. He finds out Jezebel is after him and he's crushed, runs away, take my life, God, suicidal depression. Now, we would all like to be in this quadrant all the time, especially if we value producing high positive energy. I want to leap over walls. But here's the thing. We need lots of time here. These moments when you and I are together as we walk through Lent, this really is lying down in green pastures, being next to still waters, having our souls restored. If we don't get enough time here, if we try to always be in this place here, we're going to end up down here or down here. And that's what happened to Elijah. Leap over wall, leap over wall, leap over wall, and then I'm just tanked. But if we deliberately invest in spending some time with God here, then we will find God giving us energy to come here. We can't make it happen. We don't live our emotional lives by willpower. So let me ask you again, how are you feeling right now? Honestly, in this still time before God, we will learn together that while our feelings are very, very important, we are not our feelings. You are not your feelings. You are not simply anger or fear or sadness or happiness. We are children of God. And as we follow Jesus, we will find he is able to remake even our emotions. So today, as you walk through the day, just occasionally pause and ask, which quadrant am I in? And where would I like to be in? And God, would you help me to move in the direction that would most honor you and be life-giving to the people around me? The Lord is your shepherd. And if you allow him to be your shepherd, if you lie down in green pastures and besides to every once in a while, you're going to leap over a wall. That's today. I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us. There are emails that go along with each episode. And if you'd like to receive those, you can go to becomenew.me slash subscribe. And there you can also sign up to receive daily text alerts. We'll see you next time.